Training Part 4. If you missed the last three episodes of Soul Food, I'm dealing with training us to better manage the life we live by explaining and unpacking the powerful tools we have been given by God to do spiritual warfare. As I've said earlier, I heard an instructor say, you will always default to your level of training. Great faith, attitude, and behavior do not come accidentally. They are learned traits through application. God can give you a measure of faith, but you must strengthen the faith God gives. A great athlete learns through repetition. The same is true with a gifted musician. But the truth of the matter is practice does not make perfect. Perfect practice makes one perfect. Amid practice sessions, one must be content to make mistakes so that perfection can take place. And even after you've mastered the skill, you must leave room for the uncontrollable mishaps, things that you know just happen because. It's the nature of life to just happen. But it's not what happens to us that defines who we are. It is how we respond to it. And that response happens in the preparation. If we are honest, there are things that really push our buttons, things that go against who we are as a person. At those moments, what's your go-to response? For some of us, our temper gets the best of us and we lose sight of the bigger picture. For others, we don't say anything at all, but our lack of action haunts us over the days ahead because uh, something in us feels like we've been made a fool of. As Christians, our lives can be a veritable plight of crucial moments linked together by indecision. What we are as human beings can get in the way of how we are supposed to respond. Today, we will tangle with verse 15 of Ephesians chapter 6. It reads, And having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. First of all, the word and in the text is a connective to a previous thought, which is stand therefore, having girded your waist with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Our charge to do verse 15 comes out of our decision to live from the truth of God's word and the righteousness done for us in Christ Jesus. It is a natural progression. We are all pushed sometimes in ways that try our patience. It is the nature of who we are in our flesh. However, when we received Christ as our Savior, we were born again, which puts another entity living inside our hearts, namely the Holy Spirit. So then the capacity to operate in truth is present as well as the realization that we can live righteously if we choose. These two pieces of our armor bring the third thought into perspective, which is what is our objective for doing truth and living righteously? The answer is to be about reconciliation or should be about reconciliation, which is facilitated by the gospel of peace. Most people want peace, but struggle to have it because they can't get out of their own way. As I've said earlier, they, they have things that just get on their nerves. These issues create barriers that impede their ability to operate at the highest level as a Christian soldier. So rather than see peace, operate in peace, and have peace, they live in silence, giving the impression that peace is present. But our text for today says, as we live with truth and the righteousness of God over our lives, the mandate is to bring about the peace of God in Christ Jesus. 
The word shod means to tie or to bind. It has the idea of tying up your laces so that your shoes don't fall off of your feet. In other words, you can't walk with any sense of certainty if everywhere you go, your shoes are flopping around on your feet. They are meant to be bound to your feet so that you can have sure footing and are ready for any and every situation. Our feet take us places. Yeah, they are the instruments that we use to move about in culture. Wherever our feet are is usually where we stand. Paul is saying to the Christian soldier, when you show up to any given environment, peace ought to be your resolution, ought to be the resolution you stand in. It ought to be tied to who you are, even if at times, listen, you have to stir the pot and cause disruption for peace to take place. It has the idea of readiness. We are to be ready to do peace. While the gospel brings peace, sometimes it can cause disruption because it may be antagonistic to a traditional viewpoint. In, the, in this case, the situation may start out in confusion, but if the Christian soldier has their feet shod or tied or ready to facilitate the gospel of peace, it won't be long before peace shows up. Now, here's the reason why. The ultimate objective of the gospel is to bring about peace with God. Jesus came to satisfy the wrath of God against humanity. The scripture calls him the prince of peace. Matthew 5, 9 says, Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the sons of God. There is a certain mentality associated with being ready to offer and institute peace when you arrive. This means getting over your personal issues for the sake of peace. God had an issue with humanity. We were sinful, but because peace was his objective, we stand free and clear in his grace. God understood our condition as people. He had empathy for the sake of peace. Seeing the struggle of another person so that peace can be had is essential to the world we live in. If we are satisfied with discontent and maladjusted attitudes, we will never love our neighbor because there will be no desire to. The peace we offer is the peace we receive. So having our feet shod or tied with peace brings peace into our world as well. Our understanding of the truth of God's word and a commitment to righteousness lends itself to doing the gospel with peace in mind. Often when war ensues, it is for conquest to gain resources, whether that be land, people or provision. War is done to acquire resources. So then the question needs to be asked, what are the resources the enemy is trying to acquire when the Christian show, soldier shows up with anything else other than the gospel of peace on their minds? The answer is human casualties that will create places for his agenda to thrive so that the resources they have would be attached to him and not God. When we show up prepared to walk in the gospel or the truth of peace, the enemy has already lost because he is the author of confusion and God is the author of peace. And most people want peace and not confusion. The Christian soldier must recognize that our whole sense of being is tied to bring, bringing about the peace of God in the earth. We are signed to liberate the masses from the tyranny of self-absorbed ambition void of divine purpose. 
When we don't wear the gospel of peace on our lives, the things that push our buttons have the opportunity to get the best of us and aid in the enemy's agenda. Resources such as people, lands, and provision that should be assigned to God get misplaced. Now, people have another reason not to trust the agenda of God because those who represent him miss the memo to show up ready to be a blessing and not a curse. Listen, I know it's hard sometimes dealing with people, but that does not release us from the responsibility to do to do it with love, care and concern. We are Christian soldiers. Therefore, we do not conquer for the sake of conquest, but for the resolution of peace, hope and love for all humankind. We mend and tend our comrades as well as our enemies. I'm Dr. Alvin Summers, pastor of East Campus of First Baptist Church Indian Trail, Marshville, North Carolina, and you've been listening to Soul Food.